0: Hi, this is Bart Dave, President and CEO of the Lutheran Church Extension Fund. I wanted to take a moment today to say thank you to all the faithful servants of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. The Lutheran Church Extension Fund family is proud to support the individuals, congregations, schools, and other organizations of the Synod who carry on the great work of the Lutheran Reformation. In honor of Reformation 500, we recognize you and your service. We are proud to be a part of such a steadfast legacy. May God continue to richly bless you.
1: Christians live in two kingdoms. What is the kingdom of the right and the kingdom of the left? Why should Christians understand these teachings? Today, my guest is Dr. Gregory Seltz, the executive director of the Lutheran Center for Religious Liberty, Today, we'll talk about the two kingdoms of God and learn about LCRL freedom. This is Kay Meyer, president of Family Shield Ministries and your host for today's program. Thanks, Dr. Seltz, for being my guest today on Family Shield.
0: Kay, it's my pleasure. It's great to be with you.
1: It's always good to have you in the studio we want to talk today about the two kingdoms of God. right? And I know that for some, they've never heard that God has two kingdoms.
0: Well, you know, Jesus is the one who actually gives us clues on this when he says, uh, render unto Caesar what is Caesar's and render unto God what is God's. And then later on, he talks to Pilate and says, you don't have any authority except that which is given you. So somehow Jesus is saying, God is at work but two distinct ways. So the good news is this, Christians, um, this isn't our teaching. This is just the way God is at work, but we have to understand how he works. He works uniquely through his left-hand kingdom rule or engagement, and he works uniquely through his right-hand kingdom role or engagement. Why? Because God says Caesar has a role and Christ has a role.
1: Mm -hmm. So let's talk first about the kingdom of the right. What is the kingdom of the right?
0: Well, that's God sends his son Jesus to save the world. I mean, the kingdom of the right is God's ultimate answer to the problems of this world. It's his message of salvation in Christ alone. I mean, we just celebrate the the 500th anniversary of Reformation. It's Christ alone, grace alone, through faith alone, and Jesus alone. That's God at work in the right-hand kingdom through Jesus Christ alone. And that kingdom is a message of freedom and liberty and forgiveness that is pure gift. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's God at work in the right-hand kingdom. But he's also at work in this thing called the left-hand kingdom, which is uh, God at work through moms and dads and, and, and work and business people and government to keep this sinful, broken world from going to hell and going to ultimate chaos Uh, So he's at work in the left-hand kingdom to to keep things civil, to keep things humane, and relatively peaceful. So he works in the left-hand kingdom to keep things as they are so he can proclaim his good news of grace in Jesus Christ. So that's kind of the two kingdoms at work and why they're so important.
1: It's not something we learn or talk about much in Christianity. Uh, On a periodic basis, we will do this topic on Family Shield, but especially the kingdom of the left. I think there's a lot of our Christian radio listeners that are saying, what? (laughs)
0: <laughs> and again, it's God at work. So yeah. this is how God works. We, we tend to actually talk about it in this way, too. God works through law in the left-hand kingdom and through law gospel in the right-hand kingdom. But that law is, is like a curb. It's, like a, it's God keeping things from, from really unraveling, if you will. And this world can be very chaotic, as you know. Mm-hmm. But his point is, is to keep things civil and humane so he can ultimately still proclaim the good news of the gospel forever in Jesus Christ. So mm-hmm. I, I say it this way. He challenges us to put temporal liberty to work for the sake of proclaiming the eternal liberties of Christ. Mm-hmm. But there's always that tension, that, that tension of God keeping things civil and then God offering his life as a gift.
1: Yeah, and Jesus says to Pilate... You have no power over me except for what was given to you from above. Um, I mean, it's it's throughout Scripture, especially this kingdom of the left, but we don't always hear it or even think about what that means. Well,
0: think about, just put that in the context. Jesus is actually honoring Pilate. Hmm. Even though Pilate actually, because, you know, Pilate, what he says is, you know, I have the authority to let you go. Why don't you kind of... Give me some props here. And Jesus says, you don't understand. The authority you have has been given to you from above, but Jesus still honors his authority. Jesus still allows Pilate uh, to actually do his job, which ultimately leads him to the cross. So again, when you think about this, Pilate has a role of keeping that hotbed from going crazy. Why? So Jesus can accomplish his work of salvation for all people. That's hard for us because we think, well, Pilate wasn't a Christian. Right, you know Cyrus the Persian wasn't a Christian, um, but God was still using their work to actually keep the world uh, relatively peaceful, so He could proclaim the good news of the gospel. That's that's a tension that the Bible, uh, you know, just makes, and we have to kind of live in that tension because God is at work to bless no matter what.
1: So, what are some of the other biblical verses we use? as we talk about the kingdom of the left.
0: Well, Romans 13 is a key, you know, submit to all the authorities. First um, Peter is the one that, that we are using in the new uh, position I have. It says, for this is the will of God, uh, that by doing good you should silence the ignorance of foolish people, live as free people, but don't use your freedom as a cover-up for evil. But then he tells people, he says, honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God, and honor the emperor. Mm-hmm. So, again, it's a unique differentiation of things. We know this world is not savable in terms of by our own works. We get that. But we're still called to do good works for the sake of our neighbor. Why? Ultimately, so we can proclaim Christ's work for all people. So, again, we need to differentiate those two kingdoms so that we can be a blessing to the very people we serve and also to be useful to God.
1: Well, it seems like, especially in today's world, Mm -hmm. uh, people— just like they confuse law and gospel, right? they confuse the right-hand and the left-hand kingdom.
0: Right. And I think part of the reason why is because people want this world uh, to be transformed. So we want a sinful world to be transformed. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, God never promised that we would transform a sinful world. He's going to bring a new world, a new kingdom. And he did that through the work of his son. So he is going to keep this sinful world from completely breaking down. That's his left-hand kingdom work. But his ultimate message is to proclaim a new world, a new kingdom in Christ alone. And so, you know, if you want to live in a sinful world that's a little bit better, you're going to not yearn for the world of Jesus Christ. But Jesus comes and says, I'm here to give it to you as a gift. So, again, it's always going to be that question. Do you want to live in a transformed, sinful world or do you want the new world that Christ alone can bring? But God is at work in both worlds to provide grace for all people.
1: So what we are saying is God has established the government.
0: Right, he has, and for a specific purpose. And our founding fathers in America actually understood that. They didn't think of the government as the solution. They thought of it as a necessary evil uh, to keep, even more evil from breaking loose. And so when you look at even the founding documents of American constitutional law, they believe that man was broken, and so they bound absolute power of sinful, broken men. The people they freed were religious, disciplined people because they knew that if they were trying to please God and living in God's grace, that they would solve their own problems. That's radical. Mm -hmm. But that really is two-kingdom theology kind of politically applied properly, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's not applied very often in any other context around the world.
1: Right. So, what happens when Christians don't understand the difference between the right hand kingdom and the left hand kingdom? What kind of problems?
0: Well, sadly, there's two. I mean, the, the, the one that's the worst is that you make the gospel of Jesus Christ another law, mm-hmm. and you just make Jesus like a person who's going to help you politically to transform this world or to side with you politically on whatever process you have. And, and then the good news of the gospel isn't good news. It's just another moral thing the you're thing supposed you to do. To
1: do
0: yeah. The other side of it, though, is this. If you don't understand two kingdoms, you, you somehow dismiss God's work in the left-hand kingdom. As being insignificant. I, I hear a lot of Christians who say, we're not supposed to get involved in public life. Right. you know. And I go, no, you're, God needs you to undergird uh, what's going on. He needs you to be a person who is there encouraging those who are politicians, encouraging the policemen, encouraging those people who serve us publicly, because they're doing a great job of keeping things relatively peaceful. And we need that. Mm-hmm. Who would want to live in a non-peaceful world? And again, if you abdicate your role in God's work in the left-hand kingdom, it can get a lot worse. Mm-hmm. And so those are the two problems. I think, one, you make the gospel a new law, which just guts it if it's good mm-hmm. news. Right. Or you have people saying, we shouldn't be involved at all.
1: And that We hear that all the time well, from
0: Christians. Well, to, render to Caesar means, you, and in America, you happen to be Caesar. The citizen, it's flipped upside down. Back in those days, Caesar was up on top and you were on the bottom. The constitutional law of America says you get to participate in Caesar's reign. Mm. So you better render, you better you better get involved because you want to make sure that this society is as civil and just and humane as it possibly can be.
1: Uh, I think one of the other issues though I see in politics, mm-hmm. don't we don't like to talk about politics right. much on family shield, but if there are times where we have to and this is one of those times when God's word overlaps some of the things that maybe politicians are making laws about that we disagree with. Right. But um, that's one of the problems. People say we shouldn't be engaged in any way in the government are in politics.
0: Well, and you know, I understand why they say that because in some sense, everything has become political today and that's really not healthy either. But let me just say this. When I talk about Christians working in the left-hand kingdom, I'm not just talking about politics. I'm talking about being good moms and good dads. I'm talking about being good business people because work is part of God's way of keeping things humane. So if you don't want to work, God says bad things will happen to your culture. If you don't want to have families, bad things will happen to that culture so one of the ways we can be public people is do good works and those kind of things because it'll bless our neighborhoods mm-hmm. and of course politics police army uh you know all those kinds of things those are also part of god's work so christians can engage in those things but they need to engage in those things from a left-hand kingdom perspective mm-hmm. and that's the key so yeah you're right all things aren't political and wow. if, if politics is going to save us God forbid.
1: (laughs) We're in trouble. (laughs) Right.
0: And of course, as Christians, we know that's not true.
1: Right. Right. Good. It's a big topic. uh, The kingdom of the right and the kingdom of the left. What else do we need to know about that?
0: I think you've got to keep it simple. God is at work. This is not a teaching of a church. This is a teaching of the Scripture. God is at work, and he works two ways. One, through his left-hand kingdom to keep the temporal world from unraveling, and through his right-hand kingdom to proclaim the eternal liberties of Jesus. And so if you keep those things in properly and distinct, and then go be useful yeah, as a public person for your neighbor.
1: And so one of the things you were talking about a few minutes ago being a mom and a dad our vocation yeah.
0: vocation
1: is a left-hand kingdom It's a
0: left-hand kingdom thing. So, hmm. you know, even this is where the government is a kind of an uh, comes later in the scripture in Genesis 9, earlier that God establishes the two kingdom, he orders the world by creating family. He orders the world by creating work. There was work in the garden even before sin. Mm. There was family in the garden before sin. So those are meant to be positive ways to be uh, left-hand kingdom people in the world. And we know a lot of problems exist today because people aren't willing to stick together. They're not willing to work together as families. So right there is a good way you can do it, and it's apolitical. Mm. You can just be a a good father, a good mother, a a hard worker, and, and lots of good things can happen in that neighborhood.
1: Wonderful. Well, let's transition and talk a little bit about the Lutheran Center for Religious Liberty. Right. You are the new executive director.
0: <laughs> I am the new executive and
1: director. And it's a overwhelming job right now as you just get started. You know, Correct. when you have a new ministry— uh, it takes time to think through everything, and you're going to be moving to Washington, D.C. Yes, tell us we are. a little bit. First, tell us about the mission.
0: Well, the mission of it's kind of simple. Uh, there's three words that we use to advocate. We're going there on behalf of our church. You know, we're going there to speak, and, and all churches who believe in what we're talking about here, because they're. There is an encroachment of government on church life. And anybody who hasn't, I mean, even if you're not a Christian, you know this is true. And so, again, we're saying, no, give us our public space. Let us be the church in the neighborhood. Uh, Let us be a public actor because we love the neighborhoods where we serve. So we're there to advocate uh, on behalf of our churches, our schools, our universities. Um, But we're also there to educate. We want to tell our churches and our schools and our universities and our people what it means to be a two-kingdom citizen. I mean, how are we supposed to be uh, a a blessing to the very culture in which we live? And so we want to be an educational uh, entity as well. And the third thing is we're there to uh, encourage. There's a lot of people on the Hill doing great work. Well, we're going to pray for them. We're going to have a a space for them. If they want to talk with folks like us or need encouragement, we're there for them. So advocate, educate, educate and encourage, and that's what we're going, and you got to do that in person, Mm -hmm. so that's why we're going to D.C.
1: Great. I want to come back to that. I just have a few announcements I want to make, and we'll continue talking about the Lutheran Center for Religious Liberty. Today, Family Shield is giving away the booklet, For Better, For Worse, Strengthening Your Marriage. To request the booklet, call the Family Shield Response Center at 1-877-250-8416 or email us at witness2family at gmail.com. Thankfully, the gospel is free, but our radio airtime is not. Your support makes our radio outreach possible. Currently, we are behind financially on expenses directly related to the radio ministry and need to catch up before the end of the year, so we do not have to make changes to our radio network, which will include eliminating one or more of our radio stations. Your prayers and support are important. Please prayerfully consider a gift. You can charge a gift on our website at www.FamilyShieldMinistries.com or send a gift to Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri, 63123. If you're a Thriving Financial member, that means you have life insurance or other assets, With Thrivent, you can designate your Thrivent Choice dollars to support Family Shield. Go to www.thrivent.com slash ThriventChoice. Or you can call them at 1-800-847-4836, and their staff will help you do this. Remember, you choose, and Thrivent gives the gift. You can contact us at witness to family at gmail.com. Now I want to go back to my guest, Reverend Gregory Seltz, uh, the new executive director of the Lutheran Center for Religious Liberty. And we had just begun talking about it. Right. It kind of overlaps this two-kingdom ministry uh a discussion, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, you know, one of my favorite verses, again, to give you another verse, Jeremiah 29, when, when God is talking to the people, they're in Babylon, okay? So they're in they're not in their homeland, if you will, but he says, I want you to get married and build houses, and I want you to be good citizens mm-hmm. there, uh, because you will be a blessing then to the people of Babylon as well. So it's, it's very similar to being two kingdoms at work in the world yes. today, too. We're called to be God's people in the world, but we're called to put the blessings of our citizenship to work for the sake of our mission for the sake of our ministry and for the sake of our neighborhood so there's a cost of being a good citizen and we pay that cost because we want people to know so lcrl is going to dc because we want to make sure people know this two kingdom way of looking at things really is a blessing mm-hmm. it brings a lot of voices to the table it actually helps us overcome this polarization that we're in today um and in, in some ways, it allows us to talk about issues more frankly because we're kind of a third way of talking. And I think that's going to be a real blessing even in D.C., for the sake of D.C. as well as for the sake of our church.
1: You bet. Right. And and it's so important to to have a presence of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Senate oh, there's, there.
0: And there's a lot of people really excited that we're coming.
1: I, I think it's exciting, too. Yeah. And I was so pleased that they selected you. I know it was a hard thing <laughs> to leave Lutheran Hour Ministries You are so well-known as the Lutheran Hour speaker. And I know, let me just mention, that your last sermons about the Reformation are airing, I think, just this week.
0: Yeah, and then you can get the last three sermons as a gift if you'd like. Ah. Can I tell you a story, a two-kingdom story, if you will, about the Lutheran Hour? Um, One of the reasons I accepted this call is Walter Meyer, at the height of his success in 1941 or 42, they tried to kick him off the air. They tried to tear all religious programming off the air, and they used Jeffersonian freedom principles of religious liberty, First Amendment religious liberty, to keep all uh, religious programming on the air. And that became the National Religious Broadcasters. Oh, wow. So we were part of the original oh. people that created the NRB. Wow. But it was Two Kingdom. So he was he was an evangelist talking about Jesus but he was also someone talking to the FCC saying you got to let us be on the air it's our right to be a public mm-hmm. voice in this culture. Mm-hmm. And so I'm actually doing what he did ad hoc. I have to now do full
1: time. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. Well, tell us a little bit more and I know right now you're in a development stage. Correct. I mean, uh, the, you know, you have a mission statement and you have what you're going to do. You you kind of overviewed that. But uh, tell us a little bit more about your thinking about how you're going to do this and what God has in mind.
0: Well, I think, like I said, again, I think, first of all, our first priority is to make sure that the public space uh, that our universities uh, work in, our churches, our people, that that's protected so that they can be God's people um right now there's a couple of cases that just even in california where it looked like they were going to close one of our universities down that. and uh, there was another bill that just went to jerry brown's desk that would have eliminated religious liberty and mm-hmm. and he actually vetoed it if you can imagine Diddy. that so yeah. again as we think this through it's it's pretty serious it's serious stuff so we want to protect that space but we also want to be we want to say to our people we can be joyful people in the middle of all this chaos today mm-hmm. as two kingdom people we We know that we can bless people and and be useful in terms of their neighborhoods and and in terms of our communities. We can be a blessing there, and that's two-kingdom language that actually is at work for the sake of our neighborhoods. We want to teach our people how to be those kind of citizens. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people don't even know the language. They don't know the verbiage. They don't know what we mean by that. And so our website's going to be a place where you can go to learn about what do you mean by two kingdom? What do you mean by how we engage these things? What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I have a one of my little catchphrases is reformation restraint. <laughs> well, if God is at work and I see craziness going on in my neighborhood, my first response is not to burn the whole thing down because mm-hmm. God is still at work here someplace. So I have a natural restraint. I want to make sure I know what's really going on here before I say we should do this or we should do that. And when it's all said and done, I have no illusions that I can fix all this stuff. And so, again, I just want to be useful to bring peace and civility and justice to these neighborhoods. At the same time, i got to proclaim Christ because it's the only mm, solution to absolutely. all this. So, again, it's that it's that those are the kind of things I want to teach people. Here's how we engage. It's a little different mm-hmm. than how others engage. And I think it's actually more positive and more mm-hmm. inclusive. So I think it'll be fun to try to see if we can become a third voice in D.C.
1: Wonderful. And a couple of the other topics that you will be addressing – Um, One of the things I said earlier is Family Shield doesn't deal with political things unless the topics uh, go against what Scripture says. And so over the years, we've dealt with life issues and more recently, uh, marriage and uh, family issues. Yeah,
0: fundamental issues.
1: Fundamental issues that is so much at the core of the body of Christ and what the Bible teaches. So we have to talk about those things, and we always strive to do it. From the right-hand kingdom, the gospel of Jesus Christ is the power of God for salvation.
0: Right, it is. But, you know, some of those fundamental principles are also very left-hand kingdom. Yes. The reason why Lutherans don't generally get political is because generally things are not cut and dry. But when you get to fundamental principles, Mm -hmm. like uh, C.S. Lewis said, you can't create a fundamental morality any more than you can create a fundamental color. It's just in nature. And so there's certain things God created us to be— uh, alive, to be free. To, he created us that way. He created us to be in, in healthy relationships. He created that order. And so, again, those are fundamental. And, and so this, I actually argue that these things are, if you understand this, it's a blessing for everybody, not just Christians. But, again, the point is, is that uh, God's the one who created it. God's the one who holds it accountable. And, and so, again, when it comes down to fundamental things, Lutherans stand up and we take our stand there. Mm-hmm. But, again, not just for our church that we take our stand for the sake of our neighborhoods and our communities. Yeah.
1: So our listeners want to know what they can do to help you. Obviously they can pray.
0: You can pray for us please and and our website's going to become up and running pretty soon. It's going to be l c r l freedom dot lcrl freedom.org. And of course, you can pray for us. You can join our devotional page. That'll be up and running soon. And then, of course, you can support us because we are a standalone organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, we exist like you do yeah. by the benefit and blessings of our people.
1: And God touches people's hearts to stir them to give in many and varied ways. And right. I've never been afraid to ask other people <laughs> to support other ministries. Thank you, Kate. Because uh, I think what you're doing is so desperately needed in today's world it really is it really is so let's talk a minute more though about the gospel of Jesus Christ the right-hand kingdom Um, as I was driving here today I was thinking we need to make sure we tell our listeners that Jesus Christ suffered and died for every person that is alive today and that all of them have eternal life as a gift but some of them haven't yet placed their faith in him. Right. So they're thinking, I don't need that stuff. And right. and they're not there yet. But I think the message that Christ suffered and died for all people, the work has been done for everybody, is so important that we share.
0: Well, again, I think working really hard in the left-hand kingdom will show you your need for Christ. Mm. Because if you try really hard to save yourself, you try really hard to organize the world. You Look what's happening in our politics today. It's, it's almost crazy in so many different ways. The point is, is God never said there was going to be salvation there. Mm-hmm. There was going to be civility there, maybe relative peace. But even the Apostle Paul used the Roman peace and the Roman roads and the Roman structure to do what? To proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So the point was is it's all about Jesus when it's all said and done.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We have two minutes left. Okay. What else
0: you want to share? Well, I the, the two phrases I, I say, if you're going we as Christians need to be useful in God's hands in this culture as well as in our churches. So get involved in these things and realize it's because God is at work there. You're undergirding God's work. So learn how he works in the left-hand kingdom. You'll be a blessing to your neighborhood. You'll bring more freedom, more tolerance, more blessing to the neighborhood just by being a good citizen. But the ultimate goal for doing that work is to do what? To proclaim Jesus, who is the eternal uh, liberty that God wants us all to have. So set free to live freely. I like
1: that. That's our
0: tagline. Or put your temporal liberties to work so that you can proclaim the eternal liberties of Jesus. If you keep those things in mind, you'll be useful to God and the work that He's already doing. Yes,
1: absolutely. Again, my guest is Reverend Gregory Seltz. He is the executive director of the Lutheran Center for Religious Liberty. And in their paperwork, I love this verse in Esther. For if you keep silent at this time, you and your father's house will perish. And who knows whether you have not come to the kingdom for such a time as this. That's now, I've heard that verse before, yeah. but I never realized, <laughs> I didn't ever notice the verse. Yeah. Uh, Esther four fourteen, Old yeah. Testament.
0: Esther, Daniel, all those verses, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they're all trying to be good citizens in other countries so that people will finally know who God is.
1: Oh, wow. That's great. So who knows whether you have not come to the kingdom for such a time as this. So let me just say to our listeners, maybe God's speaking to you. In this verse, as we don't want to keep silent, right. we want to share God's love with all people.
0: And we're going uh, there together.
1: And we're going there together. God, through his son Jesus Christ, gives us forgiveness mm-hmm. and eternal life. And we want to share that message. This is Kay Meyer with Family Shield. We're glad you're listening. Again, my guest has been Reverend Greg Seltz. If you want to learn more about Family Shield, go to our website at www. FamilyShieldMinistries.com And again, Reverend Greg Seltz, Lutheran Center for Religious Liberty. Check their ministry out. And you can learn more on our www.lcms.org because I looked up some of your stuff there, too. Again, Kay Meyer, thanks for listening.
0: You've been listening to Family Shield, a production of Family Shield Ministries. Its mission is to educate and equip people through the power of the gospel to know Christ grow in His Word and to strengthen individuals and their families. To learn how you can obtain resources or support the ministry, go to www.familyshieldministries.com or write Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri, 63123. And tune in again next week for Family Shield.